0: Welcome to Getting Through It, where we're here to help you get through it. I'm John Bueri, and as always, I'm with the mother of two former public school students, Dr. Lucy Jones. We'd like to thank our supporters who help underwrite the work of the Dr. Lucy Jones Center for Science and Society, which allows us to serve more communities through this podcast and the many other projects we undertake. Now, let's get to it. One of people's biggest fears about an earthquake is that they'll be crushed by a building. And over the years, it's become clear that a greater concern is not being crushed or killed, but being bankrupted as the economy takes a major hit, more so than the deaths resulting from the earthquake.
1: That's right, John. When we did the shakeout earthquake scenario and other earthquake scenarios, The death toll is always much smaller than the deaths we see on a freeway or all the other ways we can be hurt in California, but the financial impact can be really
0: large. What is true in California, though, is that most buildings won't collapse, as you said. And the reason most buildings won't collapse is because most buildings are single family wood construction homes. Yeah, they might be badly damaged and maybe need repair or maybe even being fully rebuilt, but they're not going to crush you. What's more of concern is the buildings that are less prolific but have an impact on all of our lives. That's public buildings. We're talking about schools, hospitals, courthouses, and other government buildings. Those institutional spaces that, along with businesses, define our communities are sometimes at great risk. Some of them are the best buildings though, and others, not so much.
1: Exactly. Our public schools are really some of the best buildings in California. After many schools were damaged and even destroyed in the 1933 Long Beach earthquake, the legislature passed the Field Act just one month after the earthquake. It established higher standards for school. Actually, now, as we've learned more about earthquake engineering, the standards for a public school and any other building are really not very different. But it also established continuous inspection of buildings and plan check. When you go to build a public school, you have to submit your plans to the Division of State Architect. They have to be approved by state structural engineers. And when you go to build it, there's an inspection going on at all times, making sure you do what you said. And the result are some of the safest buildings in California.
0: Now you said schools, and wouldn't it be great if this was all schools? Explain for our listeners, what's the limitation of this field act?
1: The justification of the field act was that you are forced to go to school. We have mandatory primary and secondary education. And if the government was forcing your children into a building, the government had an obligation to make sure that they were safe. So it applied to public K-12 schools. That was in the 1930s, and it was applied throughout the state. Into the 1980s, people started recognizing the discrepancy that we have a lot of private schools as well. So the Private School Act was passed in 1986, put into the Educational Code, which, by the way, most building officials do not read, and said the intention of the legislature was that private schools should be as safe as public schools, but didn't provide any mechanism for that continuous inspection. Inspections still going on by local jurisdictions, which are not funded for that
0: level of inspection. So even though there was intention, in fact, still it's our public schools, K to 12, that are safest because they fall under the Field Act directly. But school doesn't stop at 12th grade, right? We know that we've got California public colleges and universities that have about 3 million students and staff, faculty, et cetera. That's from community college, state college, UC system. How does this play into it?
1: Well, there's a big difference between the community colleges and the state universities. Community colleges evolved out of trade schools, which were part of our secondary education. And therefore, legally, they fall under the Field Act. So, those buildings for the community colleges are built just like high schools, continuous inspection, real strong regulation on the building design, et cetera. Very different situation for our universities. We do not mandate people to go to them. And therefore, the state never put them under the Division of State Architect that does the Field Act, but they never established an independent authority to inspect any state building. So the state universities have the potential to be the worst buildings. I mean, if you're here in Pasadena, Pasadena City College falls under the Field Act inspected by the state architect, continuous inspection. It's great. Caltech is inspected by the Pasadena City Building Department without continuous inspection but caltech actually has its own ideas about how strong a design you should be using usc is inspected by the building department of the city of los angeles ucla has nobody inspecting them and the people building the building have the obligation of deciding how much inspection should be done
0: that's kind of compelling to think which buildings do i want to be in you know and this is data from past earthquakes right this isn't new this has been around for nearly 100 years the field act can you give an example of what the difference really is? Is there either like Loma Prieta or Northridge? Is there an example of how these buildings perform to say that inspection works?
1: Well, right. When I was on the California Seismic Safety Commission, we actually did a review of all of these policies and the implication of them and dug up all the data from the Northridge earthquake. So, of course, just being in the earthquake doesn't mean you're going to have your building damage. What matters is the shaking you received. And if you go into the San Fernando Valley, you've got an area that received the highest levels of shaking that included Cal State Northridge and two community colleges, Pierce College and Mission Hills College. Pierce College had mostly been built in the 1940s, so before we had a lot of information about how to build the best buildings, and it had about $5 million worth of structural damage to its buildings. Mission College, built in the 80s to the building code that came in after the San Fernando earthquake had no structural damage whatsoever. There was non-structural damage, things were thrown around, but the buildings were fine. By contrast, you have Cal State Northridge with a span of buildings from the 40s to the 80s, just like these two community colleges, and it had $405 million worth of structural damage. And that right there shows
0: you what continuous inspection gets you. With all that being said, if we know that this works, What should be done next? What's going to protect more Californians and eventually others that follow the lead of California in preparing for the next earthquake as it relates to these very important structures that we have in place?
1: I think the most important thing is to recognize that we have this huge loophole for state and federal buildings. We have applied building codes historically through local jurisdictions. You know, they only came in in a very individual manner as each city went, wait a minute, we can't afford these fires. Or then in California, we've got to do something about these earthquakes. But they're all applied by local jurisdictions. And a local jurisdiction cannot tell the state what to do. So all state buildings, just like the universities, are exempt from local inspection And yet the state has never put in a process to give us a truly reliable, independent inspection of all of this type of construction. The federal government also has this problem. And in fact, because a state can't tell the feds what to do for many years, none of the federal buildings even had to follow seismic codes. They do now, but again, they only have their own local inspections. So what I'd like to see is state and federal government taking responsibility for their buildings and not just saying, we're going to apply the building codes, but say, we're going to make sure the building code gets applied. Most contractors are wonderful. They do exactly what they say, but there's always that small percentage that causes the problems for others. And we need to make sure they aren't endangering our lives. I want to know that I can go on jury duty and not be at risk of being crushed in the building.
0: Well, no better way to end a podcast than talking about jury duty. Not everybody loves to go, but I think I'd like to go even less if I know that I'm at risk to an earthquake in it. So we'll leave it there for now. And until next time, I'm John Bwery with Dr. Lucy Jones and you, Getting Through It. Getting Through It is a production of the Dr. Lucy Jones Center for Science and Society. Visit us online to get past shows. Our music is performed by Josh Lee, And this closing music is written by our own Dr. Lucy Jones.